Hello. Hello. Right. Do you want me to start with an introduction? Yes. Okay. okay. I lost my train of thought. Hi, everybody. This is Jen and Allison from Mind Body Evolution for our uh, what podcast are we on now? Is this number five for us? It's number five. How exciting. I get, I'm surprised. I, I, I'm impressed with us, I have to admit. Um, so how are you today, Allison? How are things going? Things are going really well. How about you? They're good. It's been kind of one of those crazy weeks for me where things that were supposed to be planned did not go the way they should. So it's been an interesting week, but um, busy as well. I got to speak to a lot of clients this week, uh, which made me happy. Uh, I got to practice my craft and help people. So that's always a good week when I'm able to do that. Yes, it is. It's amazing, right? Exactly. I, I love weeks like that. It feels like <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> I know, mine too. Exactly. So let's let's stick with. Um, let me hear the quote you have. What quote do you have for us this week to get us going and to get us thinking? Health is really much more about trusting yourself and getting in touch with both your physical and emotional needs. When you learn how to communicate effectively with your body, no food situation will make you feel out of control. Not even the biggest tray of cookies. And that was by Joshua Rosenthal. He is the creator of the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. And it's the school that I went to. And I absolutely love him and everything he's taught me. And I wanted to share a quote from him. Wow. That's a pretty powerful quote because sometimes a tray of cookies can be very <laughs> enticing. So, um, so when you, uh, when you hear that quote, like, what is it? How does it, why, why are you drawn to that quote? Like, what does it mean to you? It means that when you start working when I started working on myself and when other people start working on themselves, a lot of the issues um, that come with weight loss really isn't about the food. It's more about the emotional needs. Um, it's more about how they live their life. And when they start right. trusting the process, trusting the fact that they're moving in the right direction, it becomes a lot easier to choose the healthier foods and I think I talked about it last week I was talking about it with somebody I don't remember it was on last week's podcast or if I was talking to a client um I was talking about how um the 80-20 rule like eating healthy and choosing whole foods 80% of the time and when there is a tray of cookies you can make a conscious decision with no guilt to have that cookie or not have that cookie. And it won't affect you emotionally either way. It won't make you feel left out. It won't make you feel um, guilty. It won't make you feel like you screwed up and it's all over now. And now I'm, I'm just gonna <laughs> screwing this up. Because who cares? I failed yeah. everything. Yeah. Just, um, trust. In the process is so so 
hard for many. And it took me a long time to trust the process and to know that even though there's a tray of cookies in front of me, there's no emotional attachment to it anymore because my food relationship has grown so strong that it doesn't affect me emotionally. Like I know intellectually and in my heart what I've done and how much I've improved my life with yeah. my food that it, it's not going to affect me. Right. I, emotionally. I like the fact that you said that there's a relationship, like having a relationship to your, the food that goes into your body and having a relationship with this idea of eating for health or just eating for me, when I hear you talk about that, it, it sounds like um, a sense of control in a good way, not a bad way, because I feel like a lot of times, and I know that I've spoken about this before, like our brains are like these little toddlers running around and we just do what they say because they're our brains and they're our minds. And we think that we can't, you know, um, truly control them and control our urges. And it's so not the case. So the way that you put it as it's, a relationship. I just, I, for me, that makes a great visual and it makes, and it connects to something that, um, if you can work on a relationship with a person, you can work on a relationship with your own self and your own mind in regards to whatever you're trying to do, you know, especially if it's with food and you're trying to eat healthier. So I, when you said that, that really kind of struck me. So I just wanted to point that out. I like that a lot. So I have a question for you. Sure. Did you do the food mood journal? Oh, no, I did not. <laughs> I need to. I, I did not. I got distracted. Um, I, t- I shared about the food journal to somebody else and suggested that it's a fabulous thing that maybe they should try. But as far as following through on what I said, I did not do the food journal. I definitely need to implement that. Um, because it is, there are some days, some weeks, so easy to eat, to make better choices. And then there are others, it's just not. And um, that's something we're working on in this house, especially being in this quarantine situation we are in. We're doing a lot of cooking, which is good. We always do. But um, now you caught me, you called me out, you busted me. No, I think it's great that you did this. <laughs> oh, good. Yay. <laughs> the reason why I say that, it shows people that even us as coaches might say we want to do something and we let things get in the way because you know what? We're human. Exactly. We're human beings that aren't perfect and it's okay not to be perfect. And it's okay to say that you wanted to do something and you were going to challenge yourself to do something and you didn't do it. I think that's fabulous I know it sounds crazy no no but it is it's the things get lost and that's what coaches help you do right they hold you they hold your feet to the fire and and if you don't have someone to start I think eventually for me with everything that you and I both of us do and how we work with our clients it's getting people to start to commit to commit to start and 
to get it going. And once they're in this, the rhythm or the routine of it, it becomes much easier. So I do think beginning is always an, a, a difficult issue. And I think that maybe difficult is the wrong word. It's the challenge is getting yeah, it everyone, started. Yeah, everyone has a Monday. I'm going to start on Monday. Yeah. I'm going to do this on Monday. <laughs> yeah. Last week you we were talking about how you would buy these planners. Uh-huh, and- yeah. They were going to get you to go and mm-hmm. follow through on all these great things. And they really had nothing to do with it. It had to do with your mindset. It had to do with what you, the connection of what you wanted and um, taking the action. Exactly. And it had nothing to do with the planner. It had nothing to do with the fact that you wanted to try the food mood journal. Yes. And it didn't happen. And that's what I think a lot of people get stuck on. I know I get stuck on it. You get stuck on it. We want to do all these great things for ourselves. Yeah. But there's a disconnect between our brain and our heart and, and, and taking action. Like, do you really want to do this? Do you Mm -hmm. really, really, really want to take action? Are you really that sick and tired of living the way you're living? Right. Like, I think it goes back to, yeah, go ahead. Wellness is a choice and we are the ultimate responsible for making those decisions, not a coach, not a doctor, Mm -hmm. not a therapist. We live our lives, right? We have to take the steps, not physical steps. Yes. Sometimes some people just need to get moving. I know I do have to make sure I'm moving. Right. Um, purposefully, but yes, I think the hardest, I think it is, I think it's the why for me and what I find with my clients. If you, if there's not a why that's important to you, like why am, why do I want to do this? Why do I need to do this? You know, what is the reason behind me? you know, choosing this goal or trying to change this part about myself or trying to improve this part about myself. And I think if people identify the why and it's a strong why for them, I think it's easier to get started. Um, But I think sometimes also people need to be encouraged to figure it out, to figure out that why, because sometimes it's not so easy. You know, sometimes, especially when it comes to health, if you're not having issues right at this very minute, but you know that you're getting older and I may be talking about myself right this second, you know, you're getting older. There's not a huge specific issue that is present, but I also know that it is time for me to focus more on eating for health because I want to stay as healthy as possible with every, um, you know, every year that goes by, because I do believe the older we get, the, the more important it is. It is. It well, actually, I think once a child becomes an adult, they say it's eighteen. Some say it's twenty-one. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like when they have control over cooking their own food and creating their own um, meal plans. That's when they should start eating for health. Yeah. If they weren't eating for health before. Yeah. And. The reason why I say that is because you're growing old the minute you're born. Right. And as a child, you don't have control over what you're eating. You're eating what you're giving. And 
some people are given healthy food all their life and some people aren't. Yeah. And once you have control over your own meal plans, your own cooking, your own purchasing of food, that's when you should start eating for health. Do people do that? No. Right. It's not, not a thought process. They're thinking about their career. They're thinking about college. They're thinking about, and then they get in their late 20s. They're thinking about getting married. They're thinking about having their own kids. And it's not until after their kids are a little older and they're in their late 30s, early 40s, that they think, oh, now's the time to start eating for health. <laughs> right. Yeah, it means that's just a pattern I noticed. I did it for myself. I know Mm -hmm. other people do it. And technically, the earlier you start, the longer, healthier, more vibrant life you're going to have when you're in your 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. Like, I was talking to a client this last past week, and she was like, I'm determined not to have the quarantine 15, whatever this new meme that's going around that's saying, um, People are getting fat during quarantine. Yeah, right. And whenever when society gets back to normal, they're going to come out of um, their house fifteen pounds heavier. Yeah, uh, she's like, I'm determined not to do that. I'm exercising in between all my calls because she works from home and she has mm-hmm. certain things she has to do on the computer all day long. So she keeps sticky notes on her computer to remind her to do squats and push ups and. Jog in place and stuff like that, which is amazing. But yeah. she's so determined. Mm-hmm. And before you were talking, um, before quarantine, people's whys used to be they have a wedding to go to and they want to lose that 10 pounds, or yeah. um, there's a 50th wedding anniversary they want to go to, so they want to look their best, or a high school reunion's coming up and they want to look their best. And that's what their why is to motivate them to lose weight. So now it's like what do they really have besides when society opens? Yeah. I don't want to have that extra 15 pounds on me. Yeah. Like, that's funny that you pointed, that's funny that you pointed that out because it's true. I had uh, one of my clients was like, all I do is snack all day. I get so tired. I'm sitting at the the zoom meetings, you know, and they're long and then I get up and then I just eat and then I just eat. So I making conscious, more conscious, decisions and it's hard I think it's also hard because it's I'm using the word again the general malaise of this whole um everybody working from home and uh, not being able to go out and do stuff um it's difficult so good for her for implementing that and I think everybody tries and I know in in our household um everybody tries to do something physical every day because if you don't you're just a slug at least I know that's how I feel like whatever it is, even if it's just walking for 30 minutes or, you know, doing one of the videos online and it affects me mentally. Um, and it affects what I do throughout the entire day. If I, if I do not get up and do something. Yeah, it does. It does. It does. It really does. And, you know, Mother's Day is Sunday. Um, well, when this podcast publishes it'll be passed already yeah and um happy mother's day to all the moms out there by the way yes including you allison happy mother's day thank you including you jen thank you thank you (laughs) but um for me sundays this is why i'm bringing this up sundays is my day it's always been my day Mm -hmm. when we talk about 
taking care of ourselves and being healthy, it's not just about the food we put in our mouth. As a mom, with all the mom stresses, I always chose Sunday to do nothing or take an adventure or do something Uh that I want to do. Not what the kids want to do, not what anybody else is asking me to do or anything. Sunday was always my day. And for the longest time, especially when the kids were younger, Mm -hmm. Sundays was do nothing day. Like we did nothing. Right. I laid around and watched TV and vegged out and it felt good. Right. It felt really good. And it also set me up for a successful week because I recharged my body. Right. By doing nothing. And sometimes if I would do adventures, I call them adventures. Every time we left the house <laughs> yes. and we were going to do something, whether it was just to go to a friend's house for a barbecue or a picnic or go to the beach or something, it's an adventure. I always then the kids like we're going on another adventure even if it's going to a friend's house like that's what I called it right because I think life should be just fun and it should always be an adventure no matter what you're doing yeah anyway back to Sunday yes as Mother's Day I am doing nothing that is my gift to myself right that is what I'm giving myself and what I gave myself because I keep talking as if it's happening and you guys are going to be listening to it. And it's already <laughs> right. But it is, <laughs> it is beautiful. That, it's beautiful that you, uh, you, you talk about a big part of your philosophy is taking care of yourself, not just with food, but with uh, feeding your soul and things that um, make you happy. Cause I think we forget that in our lives. So as, yeah. as adults, we forget that. And, um, I feel like Joshua Rosenthal Uh said this too. He, he, I'm pretty sure he said this too. He told us, he he was talking in a lecture in one of the classes and he was saying, you know, when you were a kid and you were playing outside, riding your bikes, playing with your friends, throwing rocks in the river, you were happy and having fun and you weren't even thinking about food. You were just having fun. You weren't hungry you weren't looking in the refrigerator. You were just having a blast. Mm-hmm. That's feeding your soul. And as adults, we forget to do that. Right. We're so stuck on what's happening on the news. We're so stuck on our work. We're so stuck on our career. We're so stuck on doing for so many other people. And we forget to take care of ourselves. And we forget to feed our souls. Right. And feeding our souls... It's so important. It's like such a crucial part of life. It's the adventure of life. Yeah. It's where we get our memories from. Yeah. I think nowadays in our culture, it's not even that we don't want to feed our souls. I think that we feel guilty when we do because our culture has turned into such a one that is always, you know, what are you achieving? What are you doing? What are you helping your kids achieve? And I think that concept, I think some people even feel guilty if they, if they attempt to do it. Um, but I do on a positive. I, I used to feel guilty. Did you? Did you say, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I didn't, I didn't realize how much I didn't do for myself yeah. until I crashed and burned and right. I felt like I was thing. I felt like I, I wasn't even existing anymore. And it was the most awful, dreadful feeling I've ever had in my life. Right. I do think that, Luckily, the mindset is switching around all of this, though, with mental health being more of a priority 
because I think that is what people are learning is that the connection with the mind and the body, it's there. You have to take care of both of them equally. You can't just take care of one. You got to take care of both of them. And if you don't take care of both of them, then you, you will have physical results or you will have, you know, extreme mental results. Just like you said, crash and burn. I think so too. I think feeding our souls, doing, making conscious decisions, really, truly learning how to take control of our mindset. Um, Our mind is like so crucial in anything it doesn't matter what it is in our life, everything. Right. And I love, 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 and I'm somewhat addicted to the, all of the new science coming out about the subconscious thoughts that were developed when we were younger that served us at one time. All of these unconscious thoughts that come out as our behaviors and decision-making qualities in our adult life. And I really, 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 um, we're going to have to do a podcast sometime soon on the saboteurs in our life because I'm learning about it and where they're developed and that at one time they protected us as children for whatever reason, and but they stay with us and they're unconscious. And I think a lot of times that's where these um, these thoughts that we don't have control over what's going through our mind starts there it starts in the unconscious and I know you and I've spoken about it before uh, and and that's a big part of what your job is and what my job is is how to help people move from that unconscious thought that is affecting them and their conscious thoughts now and how to change mm-hmm. that and move that and it's in all areas of our life just like you said it's with food it's with health it's with work it's with life it's with you know feeling guilty over things that we really shouldn't feel guilty over you know it's it it affects everything in our life and i always like the visual of us thinking of our mind as a toddler because every mom who has had a toddler walking through a grocery store screaming throwing a fit throwing a tantrum wanting to do what it wants to do, you know, and it's easy to kind of, you know, your, your instinct is to give in to that, <laughs> which is the complete opposite of what you should do. You know, you should, you should uh, talk rationally and tame it and things like that. So I just had to throw that out there. Oh my God. You just gave me a visual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because there was one time my daughter had, she was 12, believe it or not. And we were in JC Penny and she had the biggest, temper tantrum because I wouldn't buy her something she wanted. (laughs) And she took off her shoes and everything. And I'm like, you're 12 years old. Have a nice day. And I walked away from her and continued shopping. And everyone just looked at me like I was this awful mom on the face of this earth. I'm like, I'm not feeding into this. (laughs) No, No, you don't. You can't. And you can't. And I think it's a great way to think of of our minds. I'm sure we can have all sorts of war stories about (laughs) our children. I I mean, I'll share one real quickly. My youngest, who is now 17, almost 18. He was a fabulous kid. He was sweet. He was very easy to get along with until he wasn't. Like he was one of those kids. He was really, really good. And then all of a sudden he would switch. But when he was, he was probably two or three, we'd go to the grocery store. He would be in the cart and he would just start grabbing stuff off the shelves and knock him, knocking them off. I don't know why. I don't know what was going in his head. He would just like to stick out and see if he could run through and knock off as many things, food things like cereal boxes or whatever off the shelf. 
um, and did it so many times that I literally would not go to the store with him for a year. Like for one full year, he was never allowed to go to the grocery store with me. I didn't care if we needed milk. I didn't care what we needed. We didn't go unless his dad was there to stay with him because he just, he could not behave. And it would, and it made me just, it made me so, you know, it's so makes you so angry when they're doing something and they're not listening. So that was, um, I, I don't want to say punishment, but that's what I had to do so that um, I, I didn't kill my kid <laughs> in the grocery store. <laughs> so he was vanished for a year. And then when he went back, he was totally fine because he had gotten the rules he knows, you know, and he wanted to go. So anyway, kids, who would have them? <laughs> All of us, I guess. Um, so, well, we have, um, I'm looking forward to Mother's Day. I don't even know what we're doing. I think my uh, oldest son is going to cook for me, which is going to be fabulous. And you're going to be sitting around watching TV, it sounds like, and resting. Yep, just relaxing and maxing, yeah. enjoying the, the day, whatever it brings, it brings. Right. Not, not making any plans specific, just enjoying my family and the day. Yeah. And I hope everyone enjoyed their Mother's Day as well. Yes. And I want to tell you, I'm super excited for next week's podcast because we have a Yay! Woo, woo, woo. Yes. Who do we have on next week? His name is Josh. Yes. And he is going to share his journey and what he does and how he helps people. Perfect. I know. He, um, he always, I will say about Josh... I love his social media. Um, it's always the most uplifting, positive quotes of the day. So I'm looking forward to speaking to Josh and interviewing Josh and having our first guest. It's going to be exciting. Yes, it is exciting. And we're getting our website is getting redone and that'll be ready uh, by the time our next podcast drops. Sweet. And, and. Our ebook is going to be available in the next, within the next week. Yeah. I'm hoping Good. Um, we've been working on that. And yeah. what else? I, I think, oh, we're on Facebook now. We have a Facebook page, Mind Body Evolution with Allison and Jen, or Jen and Allison. Yeah. <laughs> me neither and it doesn't matter but but do yes you guys go on find the facebook page and ask us questions ask us uh let us know topics you want to know about we are all about the mind body connection if you have something if you are stuck with your mindset and you really can't and can't figure out why throw it in the comments put it in a post and we will respond we will answer um this is our mission it's our mission to help people become healthier beings mentally physically spiritually um all of that and it's what we love to do and i so please send us topics yes and both jen and i are a part of a company called coaching by zen and we both individually are offering offering individual coaching sessions with 80 percent off the regular unbelievable for six yes. sessions. So if you've never worked with a coach before, now's the time um, to work with us. 
and see how we can help you. And whatever your goal is, we will work with you towards that goal. If you want to lose weight, if you're stuck on something in your life that you can't figure out why you're stuck, gender yeah. coach. If you want to lose weight or you're having issues physically, or even if you're having issues with budgeting your money now that you're in a different financial bracket, I can definitely help you with mm-hmm. that. I am um, also very versed in financial wellness. I, in my past life, I was a credit counselor. I um, have a degree in accounting and I love helping people build a relationship with their money as well as losing weight. So I am offering my service at 80% off and I know Jen is as well. So take advantage of it while we could still offer these. Yes, it's good. And the one, the clients that have taken advantage of it, I have to say, have been surprised, pleasantly surprised about what coaching is and how it can help them. And really, honestly, a mindset switch can change your life in any area. So it is the perfect chance to try 100%. So reach out for us there as well. And I think all of our info is in the, is it at the bottom of this podcast, Allison? I'm not sure exactly where it's, yeah. Yes, it is. It is at the bottom of this podcast. You could look at our bio in our mm-hmm. podcast and you will find ways to reach out to us or you can find us on our social mm-hmm. media, Mind Body Evolution with Jen and Allison on Instagram or Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Um, you could email us um, and ask us questions. Yeah. Just get, con- con- just get in contact with us, even if it's just for questions for us to answer on our podcast. We are more than happy to answer questions for free. It's it's not, um, we're, we're not going to charge no. you. <laughs> no, not questions. at all. Not at all. Um, so I think it's, this has been a fun episode and I'm so happy you brought up that um, it is Mother's Day. I kind of am just blowing, you know, like I, it, I'm glad you brought that up and I know it will be past Mother's Day when this drops, but um, I think it was a good thing to, to, to say happy Mother's Day to all the moms because we all work hard, all of us. And um, I like to thank everybody for listening to our podcast and I'm excited about next week. Yes, me too. Everyone have a great day. All right. Day. Thanks, Allison. We'll chat soon. Uh, yes. Bye. Have a good day.